Welcome to the Smiles Ahead podcast, powered by Burrow, Welchel, and Culp Orthodontics, where we answer your dental and orthodontic questions so you can be better prepared when you come into the office. I'm Dr. Sam Burrow, teacher, author, and award-winning board-certified orthodontist, here to answer some of your frequently asked questions. Welcome to another edition of the Smiles Ahead podcast. This is our favorite type. It's the community style where we bring in somebody from the community that really makes us, our community, smile. And we certainly have that person here today, uh, Miss Madeline Hole Saracero. Welcome. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, Sam. Absolutely. So Madeline, as we talked about in the introduction, is a real estate agent here in Charlotte. And she's been doing it for a number of years Those all things, real estate, buying, selling, financing, all the nitty-gritty stuff that we'll get into. Um, But being that it's a Smiles Ahead podcast, what I like to ask my guests first is, in your line of work, real estate, what's the one thing that you think makes people smile the most? Or you find so exciting when you find that person smiles at that first house, are they buying their dream house, putting... Yeah, people together, like, what's going on with that? Well, I'm going to answer two things, what makes me smile mm-hmm. and then what I feel makes clients smile. Um, I just really love – I smile when I get to know somebody and what makes people tick. Um, it's one of my favorite parts of the process. Um, and just the little idiosyncrasies of people and even relationships and their dynamics. Uh, but then for clients, for buyers, of course, it's when they finally find the house they can see themselves in. Um, buying is a super emotional response. Selling is obviously the opposite. It's very numbers-driven, what people net and resale. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you have people really have that aha moment and feel like they see themselves in that home and all the connotations of it, raising a family, you know, insert whatever it is here. Um, And then for sellers in this market, the smile of when they receive a few offers um, Mm -hmm. on their home and, you know, more times than not end up netting more than they would have ever have anticipated, specifically when they first purchased their property. Yeah, that sounds kind of like, now I do have a question just listening to that. Can you tell, or how much can you tell when somebody walks into a house, like within a couple seconds, are you like, ah, they're going to hate it or... I think this is the one. Like, can right you get? Away. Yeah, you can tell. Right away. Right? There's only a few outliers. Um, yeah. I would say nine times out of ten, I really know within a couple seconds of somebody walking in the door of whether or not they like the property. Yeah. Um, there's times when I rule something out just because whether it might not be the ideal budget or they feel like there might be a little more work and someone comes in from left field and surprises me, uh, but. This, it's important for sellers to note, too. It's really pulling up to the house. They already have some type of preconceived notion about whether or not they're going to be invested or interested in the property. And then really within the first couple, I would say within the first three, three to five minutes, it's pretty clear if they love the property or not. Yeah, and uh, I know, uh, full disclosure, Mads is my personal real estate agent. So he's so. not biased at all. Yeah, not biased at all. <laughs> um, and you know, also one of my best friend's wife, but we'll get over that. Uh, but yeah, she is fantastic with the whole relationship part of it. And I think that's been super important, especially on my end for, you know, you just knowing how to deal with me. I, I like it a certain way. I like it this way. You're going to have to help me with this. Yeah. No, no. So how do you build that? How do you, do you just read that person on how, um, 
you know, involved you need to be, or is it different for each person? Or? Yeah, I think that's the most difficult part of the job, right, yeah. is knowing how to cater towards your client. Um, I guess I'm fortunate enough to be able to read, at least in when it comes to business and real estate, of reading people a little more clearly. Um, some people really like to manage everything on their own. It gives them the comfort and security of having their finger on the pulse of what's going on. Um, whereas others like you want to have someone that they trust and really want to ensure that they take the lead and that, like I did, come to you with the important qu- yes and no questions mm-hmm. and tell you where to be and what to do. Um, and so it's really finding a good synergy between you and your client um, and what works, I think, is what really makes or breaks a transaction, whether it's buying or selling. So it's kind of like how we look at races almost. It's pretty customized per, sure. per yeah, person. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Each property, each person, um, yeah. marketing plans, just how you interact, what kind of, it's almost, it's like dating, but they, right? Yeah. It's yeah. like, what are your expectations? Okay, great. I have those boundaries. You want these, you have these expectations. Let me, let's make it happen. Now, I always thought to expectations that's got to be a really hard part of being a real estate agent more right? so for sellers Sellers, okay uh, yeah. buyers sure i mean i think everybody over the past several years starting with covid kind of has heard on the news and just being in the greater charlotte area someone knows someone who's bought a home they've missed out on a few properties it's a little more um forth- like on the forefront of people's minds mm-hmm. so the, there's low inventory you might miss out on a few homes you love, but if you have to come in strong and be really aggressive to secure the right property in the tried and true Charlotte areas. Um, with sellers, they've heard the same thing, which of course they think equates to you can list your home for whatever you would want and surely someone will buy it. Um, but pricing is still very important. Uh, you can't stretch the price too far because you'll get a stagnant listing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's important to stretch the price within reason, know the product that you're working with, the area that you're located, and price appropriately to assure you get the best return. Do you have much pushback on sellers? You know, everyone always has an emotional attachment to their house, I would feel like. So you're, you have to have that conversation, right? It's, sure. Yeah, I mean. It's always there. Yeah. Um, we're all biased. Yeah. Uh, when you love something, you can't help but view it with rose-colored glasses. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's the case, right? Um, as a listing agent, I think it's important to listen to what people love about their property because it's surely the best aspects, and that's something you want to highlight in marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is important to have a realistic approach when considering other comps and, and pricing your property to get the best return. Yeah, yeah, it turns to be kind of like a trust thing, right? Yeah. You feel that rapport Again, with them. And dating. Yeah, dating. yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, we're here. Now we got to get there. I got to see where they are. Um, which brings me to another point that I found interesting in my story of buying the house. Um, and, and there was a lot of good stories in this. So, uh, you know, let's start with all the stuff that maybe buyers don't know you even do behind the scenes. Oh, like, wow. <clears throat> like, you know, because the thought is, and we get this with, so I won't call the company out by name, but maybe you could go buy aligners online, click it for thousands of dollars less, aligners show up, straighten your teeth. Sure. Nobody, no doctors involved, whatever. And you obviously pay for what you get. You're not going to get a great result. You're probably going to end up in a dental office at some point. Um, have you had people be like, well, why can't I just look on Zillow and the house is there? I can look at the pictures and just buy it from there. Yeah. You know, I'm sure that you got to get some of those. But now going through the process, I'm like, that would be so 
hard unless well, you Well, I'm sure you can relate because um, each person, each alignment is yeah. unique, yeah. Um, as is each transaction in real estate. So if you removed humans from the scenario, it would all be great. You could do Zillow. You could do AI. I know you love AI. I do love some AI. <laughs> but unfortunately, that's not realistic. No. Uh, people own homes and people sell homes. And so having an agent um, to be a li- liaison, first and foremost, between the buyers and the sellers and the transaction, and honestly being a buffer mm-hmm. for any type of emotion is so beneficial. Um, and then ultimately, we're making sure we're orchestrating the transaction to assure that everything's really seamless and streamlined. This is what I do every day, mm-hmm. much like you with orthodontics. Um, and let my goal is to take the reins and to get you from contract to close as seamlessly as possible. Coordinating attorneys, the recommending preferred lenders, just making negotiating repairs mm-hmm. because you can still have them. You can negotiate repairs again now, um, where as COVID, that was kind of a long long shot, um, to just make sure that it's as stress-free and a really streamlined process as possible. Yeah, and I can attest to that for sure, because there's a lot in the process that I didn't know where, you know, Mads was texting like me. Financing? every financing? <laughs> yeah, financing. <laughs> we'll get into that story. So my whole real estate background is watching Million Dollar Listing New York and Million Dollar Listing LA. This is a show, audience, if you hadn't seen it, these um, celebrity guys sell homes to other, I guess, But they actually are real agents, too. Yeah. And a lot of them are pretty dang good at what the, they there do. There you go, they do. I, I've read yeah. their books. Like, they're great. They're great at what they do. They've they've been very successful. But they're selling, like, 15, 20, 50, $40 million homes in L.A. They and deal so, with, like, the point oh one percent of the population. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so you're sitting there watching the show, and every buyer is like, uh, you know, he's negotiating the deal, and he's like, oh, of course, it's an all-cash offer. You know, like, of course, of course. So I've been watching this show for years and years and years, and all I've heard is so all basically cash. he's a real estate expert. Yeah, an yeah. expert. And so I come in, I'm buying my first house, and, you know, I'm talking to Mads about it. And I finally, <laughs> you know, we finally pulled the trigger on one. I was literally at dinner, and was she was texting me again on a Friday night and just still working, which is great on her end, and negotiated the deal. And she's like, okay, you're all good. Are you going to be an all-cash buyer? Of course i'm gonna all cash I'm okay like, oh, she's like well, yeah just congratulations sam like that's wonderful she's like yeah just send uh proof of money in your bank account and i was like well i don't have it yet i mean the bank hasn't given it to me yet and she's like well, i think you got a misconception with all cash is <laughs> i was like no i mean of course it's gonna be cash i'm gonna go to the bank i'm gonna get some cash and then i'm gonna give it to the seller and uh she's like yeah that's not how it works i mean um, it was really it was really cute. Um, but so, no, that would be a financed offer. Yeah. Anything that involves the bank um, and any type of underwriting process appraisal, not a cash offer. Not a cash offer. Yeah. So I learned something at, yeah. uh, you know, 39 years old, first home hey, buyer. you got to start somewhere. Yeah. You, know. you don't know what you don't know. That's and if it. you haven't bought a house, how would you have known that? Right. And yeah. I think that goes to show you just how much uh, they do. And I even got a text from a guy that's doing my yard with Mads and she, yeah. And she responded before I even could. So even through the whole process and afterwards, I think you give a, you give a great experience and, uh, you know, well, I think what's super really important as well. Um, you buy your home and then you just kind of, you're like, and now what? Yeah. So you've got to furnish it. 
landscaping. And a, another stellar benefit of using an agent is being able to utilize their contacts mm-hmm. um, and vendors for interior design or landscape architect, whatever it might be. Um, I'm the type of agent where it, it's relationship-based, much like you with your patients. Um, even when the braces come off, you're still there as needed to help service something. And I feel very much the same way. My goal at any point during your homeownership, any question you might have real estate related, or even a one-off question that could potentially be real estate related, give me a call and I'm here to help however I can. And I think people feel a little bit of pressure and probably you as a real estate agent too. I would think one of the hardest things is not the rejection, but the you work so hard on a deal and it just falls through. Oh, no. Yeah. I, so <laughs> to give a little background, um, Sam was looking at a couple different properties before you found the right one. Mm-hmm. Again, like dating. Um, and you were so apologetic at times when something didn't fall through. Uh, but I think what's so important is you need to put your clients first. Mm-hmm. What What's the right fix property for you? What's the long-term goal? Um, and the other stuff just doesn't really matter. Um, yeah. Because I think if you do right by people, whether in real estate or any type of industry and business, um, it comes back to you in tenfolds. And even if it doesn't, it's just the right thing to do. Yeah. I mean, you were, you couldn't have been more jolly on the phone at eight in the morning on a Saturday after mm-hmm. you've been up all night writing the contract <laughs> for me. Uh, so the story, guys, is we, we went there on another Friday night. We'd like to hang out on Friday nights. I yeah, guess. it's Friday guys. night we now. So this day. is a family show, but we are enjoying a glass of Cheers. wine because I felt like my guests deserved it. Um, but yeah, we went and looked at a house and it was great. And we went to dinner. I think there was maybe an espresso martini. So when we got all done, there was a, yeah, I'm all in. Let's go. Well, don't, you're never supposed to, that didn't happen. Yeah, that didn't you're happen. You're never supposed to have a cocktail and make decisions on a contract that is true which is why we waited until the next morning yes yes <laughs> so we didn't put anything through but then we off and yeah long story short there was uh, another opportunity for me that I had to take at the time but you know you put in a lot of work and, and that type of stuff but you couldn't have been more gracious about it and oh, you know, no put it out so um I always thought that you know because most jobs you do the work and you get paid right real estate you can do a ton of work and then Nothing happens. You know, the deal doesn't go through. Yeah. So um, really respect what y'all do and, and all that good stuff. Um, so usually I ask at, this, at the beginning, but just so people know, what got you into real estate? Was this a mentor thing? That's uh, funny. Um, so I come from a family of physicians. Okay. So I come from a family of physicians. I always thought I was going to take that route. Um Pursued it in college, took organic chemistry, and realized that I the re, what gravitated me to medicine was people. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't actually the studying or science itself. I love people. I like uh, a lack of monotony in my day-to-day. So I, I'm not a good desk worker. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't appeal <laughs> That's what I was going to say. There's some people that can you know, work in a cubicle all day, and you're certainly not one of them. Not you I. You are doing yeah. a lot of things at a closing, at a showing, at yeah. a yeah. Not so. a corporate America girly. Um, I feel you. So I actually kind of floundered for a bit. I at one point thought about opening a fitness franchise. Um, prior to that, I was getting my patient care hours to apply. So mm-hmm. I worked as a tech at a retina specialist's office. But ultimately, I was somewhere, and a guy asked me if I 
would get my real estate license and he would pay for it if I came to work for him. Um, and in my brain, I giggled and was mm-hmm. like, I want a real job. Right, That's right. what stay-at-home moms do to say that they still have a career. No shame to stay-at-home moms, right. but that was just my inner monologue. Um, and then finally, full circle came. I was like, maybe I do need to do this. Um, and goodness, I'm so grateful I did. I, I love people. I love my job. I love houses. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been very fortunate to be successful doing it. Well, it seems like a perfect fit for you. And um, I know that you make tons of people smile in our community. And we won't keep the audience much longer or you on a Friday night. So I uh, really appreciate you coming on. And um, is there a place people can find you or information sure. about you if they're looking, thinking, selling, whatever? Anything bad. real estate. Anything yeah. real estate. Even if you just have like a random question about who to call. Um I'm a broker at Corker and HM Properties, so I'm located out of our Fairview office, so kind of in the heart of South Park. Uh, my Instagram is MHC Realty, and honestly, Google my name, Madeline Hull, um, and you'll quickly be able to find me. Yeah, we'll put all that in the show notes, too, and uh, if you need to find her, I'm telling you, she's the best. Thanks, give her a call. Man. Give her a question. All right, guys, thank you all, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Smiles Ahead podcast powered by Burrow, Welchel, and Colt Orthodontics. Be sure to leave a rating, hit that subscribe button, and if you have more questions, you can reach out to me directly at sam at bwcortho.com. That's sam at bwcortho.com. You can also visit our website, bwcortho.com, and we will be happy to answer any questions you might have.